Welcome back, everyone, to Making Waves. It is episode 12, and it is our final episode of the group stage. I can't believe it. We're already at the end of match day three, and Laz, we've just finished watching the conclusion of this fantastic first act of the tournament, and we're saying goodbye to another heavyweight. Yeah, incredible. Hello to all the Backpeg listeners out there, and uh, new and old, and Nathan gobsmacking is the word gobsmacking what an incredible incredible tournament what an incredible conclusion to the end of the group phase absolutely nuts and we'll put some context on this whole group phase right as we digest what's just occurred but the world number two is out and your tip for the tournament is out nathan yes they are yes they are and quickly because we'll talk about the matches tonight a little bit later on but mm-hmm. they deserve to go home, Germany. Massive disappointments. Yes, they can put six goals past Morocco in the first game, but it's a bit of, what have you done for me lately? They stunk the place out against Colombia. Maybe they were the better side in terms of the chances. Maybe Pop could have had a hat-trick on that night, but she didn't. Pop could have had a hat-trick tonight, and she didn't again, and they go home. I didn't know you were a Paula Abdul fan. <laughs> You've missed me with that reference, to be honest. I, see, I figured that. I figured that. But now, see, because <laughs> you're a younger fella as well, I think, you know, now you'll go and search uh, Paula Abdul. And there you go. And what was one of her big hits in the early 90s, I want to say. So there you go. My was... knowledge of Paul, Paula Abdul starts and ends with American Idol, I think. I figured that. Well, now you have an opportunity <laughs> to go and have a look at uh, what her big hits were. So incredible. Incredible. What have you done for me lately? Uh, you brought some memories back there. But Nathan... Time to get back into the Women's World Cup here. Mm. I know you're salty, and you've got every right to be. Because <laughs> right? your tip's gone, and, well, you, you know, not only is your tip gone, but how many teams do you think from the top 10 are gone, Nathan? From the top 10? Mm. It's three, is it? It's yep. Germany, Canada, and Brazil, no? Correct. Mm. Correct. Correct. So what we'll do is we'll recap the results since the success of the Matildas. On Monday night, right? So if we go through and we say that we had England and China, England defeating China 6-1, Denmark defeating in that same group, Denmark defeating Haiti 2-0. Then we had almost a shock of shocks. We almost had the number one so going. Close. And so by, close. By a post, really, if you think about it, Nathan, it was just a post. We had the USA and Portugal with a nil-all draw. And Imagine we lost the US in addition to Germany, Canada, and Brazil. Hang on, hang about. We still may lose the, the USA in the next round, I think. Even still, yeah, fair. That'll be an early exit for them. But yep. to join that bunch not making the knockouts. I'd love to get Kyle Bond's thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, it would be incredible. Uh, and we had your heritage side, Netherlands, defeat Vietnam 7-0. And that rounded out hey, Group E. The Dutch part of me is very happy about tonight's outcome. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Not only you, but the French as well. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so then we go to last night, which was Wednesday night, and we'll get on to one, the, the game that you and I happen to go to, which is an absolute cracker. I mean, a lot of a lot has been said about it, but it's worthy of note, isn't it? But um, Brazil and Jamaica, nil, absolutely nuts. Whilst France defeated Panama 6-3, which made up for all the nil or draws in this Group phase. So also earlier on the, in on Wednesday we had Sweden defeat Argentina two nil and Republic of South Africa create history and defeat Italy three two. And then we go to tonight's madness. <laughs> yeah, they might end up being a Wikipedia 
debate about tonight's game too, just like there was back in Russia 2018. Oh, jeez. I peaked it on the last pod. Yeah, you did. You did. It's a sequel, Les. Germany <laughs> needing a result against Korea to go through. <laughs> but Korea, I mean, Korea getting that early goal, right? Germany coming back with an equaliser, one all. That's how the first half ended. But right on the stroke at the end of halftime in Morocco versus Colombia, we have a penalty, and quite justifiably, being awarded to Morocco. Morocco take, well, didn't score from the penalty spot, but on the follow-through, ends up being 1-0 to Morocco. And after both games went for about 15 minutes of injury time at the end, which is great to see, but a lot of drama, you have the world number two gone. You have Colombia and Morocco go through on six points each. Germany finishing third and Republic of Korea out. So where to from here, Nathan? It's amazing, isn't it? The teams that we've said goodbye to and the teams that we will keep seeing at this tournament, it's great to see every confederation represented in the knockout phase, mm-hmm. with the exception of OFC. Mm-hmm. And a big surprise that it's not Brazil from South America, it is Colombia instead. Mm-hmm. We'll come on to that in a moment and how we think they'll line up against Jamaica. But just generally, it has been such a fantastic tournament. And these last round of games have really ramped home that this is an all-time great World Cup. And... We're seeing so many storylines, some amazing football on show. We're definitely going to come on to uh, our goal of uh, match day three that we've picked out. I dare say we have a, a similar thought. <laughs> that might end up being goal of the tournament, but it's just yep. amazing. Yep. The quality yep. of football we've seen Agreed. and the crowds as well. Two more fantastic attendances tonight, mm. getting really close to capacity in both games. And it's just amazing. I couldn't be happy with how this tournament's panning out so far in terms yep. of the response. No, I agree. So let's do this then. Let's go through what we thought our highs and lows that were of this group phase. Goal of the tournament so far. What do you think? I mean, for goal of the tournament so far, it's hard to go past the free kick from last night. From Panama? From Panama, the second minute free kick. Marta Fox, yep. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. From so far out, the power, the whippage. Keep had no chance. And I know you're a sucker for a... A, a direct free kick, lads. Love a free kick. Love a free kick. I don't think you'll see a better one for some time. No, that's goal of the tournament. Like, from now. Has to be. Has to be. It's You couldn't hit a free kick better. Incre- incredible hit. From that far out. And you can... The curvage, if you want to use that term. Right? The degree. You know, just the power. <laughs> the technique. The placement of the ball. The keeper did everything but get to it. Because it was right in the pigeonhole. Absolutely top bins. Just an absolutely brilliant free kick. Hard to argue, really, for a goal of the tournament. I don't think there's any other contenders, perhaps, for goal of the match day. Maybe the one exception of uh, Esme Brooks, her second goal mm. from way out. But mm-hmm. really, yeah. well, a free kick is uh, unbeatable. Both of those goals from Brooks deserve a special mention because on any mm. other day, my lord, both of those goals were just sensational. Talk to me about your group stage highlights, Laz. Well, Columbia, Germany is a highlight. Yep. There's no doubt about that. It's probably in it. And look, Brazil, France, I think that, that trifecta of days, let's go Brazil, France, Germany, Colombia, Australia, and uh, Canada. Those three days of football, absolutely bananas. Absolutely bananas. You know, um, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne brought it as well with that. So, you know, with those crowds on those days. And yeah, it's just insane. Absolutely insane. So look, they're um, probably the highlights of the group phase. From a football perspective, I think Brazil, look, I think Germany, Colombia was probably the most um, the most 
I'm trying to find the word. It's probably the the game that moved you the most, right? Had you feeling most elite. I thought Brazil France was absolutely brilliant, right? Ended up being a defining moment for Brazil in this tournament. Whilst whilst Germany Colombia was just something else. It was just something else, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, the fact that we've had a host nation go through in Australia, fantastic. Would have been great to have New Zealand go through, but it's unfortunate that that didn't occur this time around. But the other thing is the way this match day three has played out. It's played out in a similar way to the to the men's World Cup six months ago or seven months ago, right? Or nearly eight months ago now. Just absolutely nuts. Um, with some powerhouses of inter- you know women's football missing out, so. Very enjoyable. Um, the, the most enjoyable game of football was the one that we witnessed last night in person, Nathan. <laughs> that panel can't argue with nine goals. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, it was just an enjoyable. That was a celebration of football. That was just enjoyable from start to finish. You know, no greater indicator than Panama being a couple of goals down and still dancing the night away when they the- scored from the spot. This is amazing. Oh, we, we just wanted Panama to get one more to make it five four at one point. Yeah, <laughs> and get a little you know, bit squeaky. Get a little bit squeaky, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, credit to both teams. And look, France should have had more, okay? But it was an open affair. The you know the defence book went out the window, and it was just enjoyable to see. Really, really good. You know, both teams having a go at each other. And look, the fact that that goal, that free kick, happened in the sixty, you know, sixty nine seconds in, just opened the game up. You know. So it was just absolutely brilliant to see. Um, what were your highlights? Yeah, very similar ones, Laz. I think the Germany-Columbia game was amazing. It was an honour and a privilege to be at that game. To see Linda Caicedo score that goal was unbelievable. That is up there for goal of the tournament. It is. It's some stiff competition, I know. There is. But there is. The little jink and then to put it in the top corner is just amazing. The winner as well. Yes, you can look at it from the German side of things. but Poor defending. It is, but still to... Be in that spot and deliver that mm, moment. No, I agree. And the noise in the Sydney Football Stadium for the national anthem, for Linda Caicedo's goal, and for the winner. It's just, I've never heard that stadium that loud. And there's been some moments where it has been loud at this tournament and in events past, but it's amazing. Just the passion that the Colombian supporters have for their national team. I've mm. never heard a national anthem sung as loud mm. as the Colombian one on that night. And hey, we can look forward to seeing it down in Melbourne against Jamaica. Yeah, look, it's um, look. I've seen some pretty special occasions in football in Australia with you know the a- AFC Asian Cup final and uh, the 2005 uh, qualification for the 2006 World Cup Men's World Cup, uh, Australia versus Uruguay, and uh, the you know the horrible night in 1997 at the MCG, right? And I can tell you that the Australian national anthems were sung with a lot of gusto on those occasions, right? But the noise. And, and the the production of this World Cup, the presentation of this World Cup by the FIFA stream has been incredible, right? And it's capturing all the noise and drama. I mean, you know, you saw Colombia, like in Perth tonight, you saw the Colombian national anthem coming through and it was raucous, right? Insane. But you're right. The noise and the emotion and the images that have been captured by, the, um, you know, have have just added to the delivery of this uh, of this World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, also like to shout out the commentator for the Linda Cassata goal. The mm. commentary was fantastic. And mm. uh, often, sometimes, I will say, the commentary does not match up to the moment, but the delivery was fantastic. And just the writing of Linda Cassata's name as the yep. ball went into the top corner, just amazing. Yep. Um, 
And look, other highlights for me, Laz. I'll mention some ones that you didn't uh, talk about before. Opening night for the football ferns. Yep, has to be up there. Agree. You're right. The opening night for both the host nations were 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 very special. And New Zealand picking up their their you know their first World Cup win you know on home soil against a much fancied opponent is definitely a highlight. But you know there uh, there have been some some great highlights throughout the group phase. It's it's just been a a roller coaster of a of a ride this Women's World Cup. Yeah, and also the Japan Spain result earlier this week <laughs> is another highlight. That's a highlight for a, sl- for a slightly different reason, but mm-hmm. a highlight nonetheless. Mm, just indeed. amazing. Some of the surprises, some of the football we've seen, and it's great. Long may it continue for the rest of this tournament. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Disappointments. I don't like honing in on disappointments, but neither. Mm. But yeah, there are there are some disappointments. I think look, Germany are probably are now the biggest disappointment of this tournament. Yeah, and they deserve to go home. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They were poor tonight. They were poor against Colombia. Alexandra Pop, yes, gets a hat trick against Morocco, but she could have had three hat tricks across this group phase. There was enough chances for her to put the ball in the net on that level of frequency. But for Germany, outside of Pop. They didn't play well at all in mm. on match day two and three. Just even tonight, every pass was overhit. Every player need two or three more touches than needed. They were so sloppy the entire game. And really, this Korean team that lost to Colombia and lost to Morocco, I can't even say for sure they were more resolute tonight. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Just Look, Germany weren't good enough to beat them. I would say China are another disappointment. I mean, they did have a tough group, but I think China... We're, we're a huge disappointment being Asian champions. So I include them in my uh, list of disappointments. Brazil, yeah, especially after the way they started their campaign. Quite, you know, they were quite disappointing. But I think I put so, South Korea in this pile as well for disappointments. Yeah, okay. Because if you told me at the start of the tournament that Germany are going home in the groups, you would have thought Korea. I would have been very confident Korea would have been taking their place. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Elsewhere, make- perhaps you can throw Italy in there. Look, they were they were disappointing at the last Euro, and it seems like that carried that's carried through. So they, there obviously needs to be a change there as far as their their women's game is concerned. But look, you know they didn't enjoy the success that they had in the last Women's World Cup. But yeah, yeah, you could include that as a disappointment for sure. And if you're being harsh, I'll include the world number one in there too. They've made yes, it. they're through. They're, they're through. through. Yes, they're but through. but. By the skin of their teeth, and they haven't played well. No, they haven't. They haven't. But they they've got the toughest assignment in the next phase for mine. Right. Um, what's your what's your barometer for that? Sweden ranked number three. And yes, nine point and three wins, and Sweden actually just resting nine players, nine starters last last night, and Sweden looking good. I I'd probably contend that Nigeria have a tougher task in trying to deal with England. Well, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, you're right there. Yes, because of the difference in rankings. But I'm looking at it from quality of opponent, right? Um, who else would... Sw- considering the world number two is gone, mm. right? And considering that, that as it turns out, the world number one could have played the world number 54 <laughs> in the round of 16, right? I think that uh, that the USA are going to do it, you know, are going to do it very hard in this round of 16. And... I fancy Sweden to knock them over. I'll make them favourites as well, to be honest. I think we've seen enough from Sweden to suggest that they're going to be too good for the Americans down in Melbourne on Sunday night. Should we go through the round of 16 fixtures that have been lined up and focus on the ones that are occurring up until the Matildas take on Denmark on Monday night? 
So yeah, let's yeah. do it. We yeah. can start things off. 3 p.m. This is all Sydney time. 3 p.m. on Saturday the 5th, we have Switzerland against Spain. Really intrigued to see how this plays out because we saw how bad Spain can be against a team who looks to hit on the break. And Switzerland are going to fall right into that category for another team who looked to do the same as what Japan did because they were resolute in the group stage. They're very good at the back, the Swiss. And very, very good at the back. They have some lethal weapons up front. Yeah, the Swiss are very good at the back. Haven't conceded a goal yet in this tournament. So they're going to be a they're going to be a very difficult opponent for Spain, considering Spain's last outing. But I'm going to tip Spain in this one, I think. So Spain ranked sixth in the world, Switzerland ranked twentieth in the world. Look, I actually think this game might actually go to extra time. Not sure about penalties, but I think this game goes into extra time. This game goes deep. I've got a massive temptation to put the Swiss through. Oh, I can understand that. It's just a point. I really do. I really do. But Okay. And it does stem from what happened on Match Day 3. Of course it does. Mm. But I think from what we saw on the first two games, from the first two games from Spain, where they had so much left in the tank, surely this team, after that result against Japan, has a bit of a wake-up call that's, and can return to form. That's where I'm coming and ye- from. Yes, the Swiss are resolute to the back. Yes, they've looked really strong. And they're going to be a tough beat. But Spain should have enough in the tank. But it won't be easy. It won't be easy. And look, I'm going to be a nuisance and actually say the the world ranking number that each nation has for context, because <laughs> when you look at this, it's insane. And that's why I'm referring to it, because it's absolutely mind-boggling. And it gets better as we go across the other round of 16 games as well, right? So this will be a very... The next game on Saturday night, 6 p.m. Sydney time, is a very tasty affair. That's a to, cracker to the, of a match. Yeah, a, yeah, it's a very tasty affair. World uh, number 11, Japan, group winners against Norway, who are ranked number 12. Very, very tasty match indeed. Thoughts? I don't know how to call this. I really don't. I'm very much on the fence. I, I can't stay on the fence. You no. won't have me stay on the fence. But oh, Japan have looked so good. They have looked so good this has, tournament. Has the real Norway and turned up after the last round? I don't know if they have. I don't know if they have. Mm. Okay, let me, put, let me put this question to we, you then, Nathan. Hang on, let me put this question to you then. Who is more clinical of the two? Which nation is more clinical of the two in taking their chances? Japan, without a question. That's where I'm leaning. And I'll ask you this question, Les. Assuming, maybe not even assuming this, maybe you can get rid of the caveat, but I'll give it to you anyway. The Swedes take care of the Americans. Who's going to stop the Japanese from getting to the final? Netherlands, perhaps. Perhaps, maybe. But I don't, that's assuming that they get to the semi. I actually think, I actually think, or it could be Sweden. Actually, I have, well, now we're doing a spoiler now. <laughs> but uh, my, and forget our previous brackets because they've just been thrown out the window. Oh, yeah, um, they're, they're dead and buried. <laughs> I think, I think. Brackets, what brackets? Yeah, exactly. We didn't I, predict any brackets, did we? Well, not in this way. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this way. I think if we look at the teams that have gone through, I think we've done okay. You know, I think we've done more than 50%. Is that a pass mark? <laughs> well, by, my, a pass mark? by my reckoning, I'm taking it and, I'll, and I'm happy with it, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I look, I think that it'll either be a Netherlands-Japan or Netherlands-Sweden semi-final. I think Netherlands will take care of Spain in this one. I just like what I've seen from the Dutch. Now, I've probably put the kiss of death on the Dutch. Thank right? you very much. That's okay. <laughs> right, the, invo- the invoice is in the mail. But 
Bill it to South Africa. Bill it to South Africa. <laughs> but I think that, um, yeah, uh, this side of the draw is just fascinating now. It's absolutely nuts. Look, I think Japan win this game. And I think Japan win this game in, in all in the 90 minutes, and I think they win 2 0. Yeah, I'm putting the Japanese through as well, which well, uh, yeah. potentially sets up Japan Sweden. Oh. <laughs> oh. We'll get to oh. that in a minute. Because we, we, that we will. We'll get to that in a minute, right? Sunday. Uh, the whole family's going from my NT. We're all going mm-hmm. together. I'll be there as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. It wasn't the game I was expecting to see. Neither. But <laughs> but I'll take Neither this team. Anyway. No, I'll take this anyway. I'll we take both this. had this down as the US against Italy. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But Netherlands versus the Republic of South Africa at Sydney Football Stadium at 12 o'clock on Sunday. I love it that the winner of Group E, the time slots that they get all the way to the semis, is well and truly set up for the American market. Yep. And the rest are friendly for Australia and New Zealand, but... And Europe. And Europe by yep. default, really. Correct. Um, and it's just amazing how football works. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I can imagine there's some Fox soccer executives punching their desk at full time on match day three for the Americans. Because oh, yeah. their matches are going to be on at some stupid time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get a taste of our medicine for once. Correct. Correct. <laughs> uh, but even still, when this game is on, Netherlands, South Africa, it's going to be stupid o'clock in both those countries too. So I think for ratings in their own countries, it's not a good outcome. But hey, I'm, no. I'm not going to complain too much. Stiff. Yep. That's mm. the way it works. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Who takes it out? So ninth in the world, Netherlands versus 54th in the world, South Africa. I've got the Netherlands going through. It's not going to be easy. But I'm going to go three one. Yeah, I'm putting the Dutchies through. Of course, I am. Mm, yep. So, no surprise there. No surprise there. So then we go to Melbourne on Sunday night. World number three, Sweden. Group winners versus lucky to be the USA world number one, Sweden. Surely. Yeah. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. And there goes the three peat. End of the American era as far as the World Cup is concerned for this side. But they'll be back. They'll be back because they're two. two they're a very strong uh, women's footballing nation, no doubt. But I just see Sweden having too much. And look, Sweden did beat the USA in the in the Olympics as well. Uh, so I think that um, Sweden will take care of uh, the Americans here. And I think Sweden will win 2-1. Yeah, I'm putting the Swedes through. And just that's on the balance of what we've seen so far. Mm. The Swedes look a better team. And you can't even point to America having harder opponents because they haven't. Just on raw output for what we've seen, the Americans look wasteful. They really do. Yeah, they have. They have, and I don't think it'll come together. And I don't think ro- so either. I wrote- saw a stat. Yeah. I saw a stat the other day that Alex Morgan has missed the most chances out of anyone at mm-hmm. the tournament so far. Maybe Alexandra Pop is getting close, yeah. but it's indicative of the rest of the team too. It's the, a similar scenario that even on match day one against Vietnam, yeah, they won three 0 sure, but that should have been ten. Yeah. The amount of chances they were able to make, create. So they're not a fully functioning team. They're not a well-oiled machine. And I think the, Sw- the Swedes can handle them and put them out. Yeah, I yeah, I, I just don't see this American side getting through this obstacle. Look, Watch them go through now. <laughs> well, maybe. Look, look, And look, if they do, they deserve to, right? But I, I just don't see it happening. I think that they're waiting or they believe that there's another American team behind them, right? So hang on. So this version of the American team that's been playing so far is different to the one that's going to be playing on Sunday. That does happen, right? But you've got three games and their pre-tournament build-up as well, which indicates otherwise. So I think um, their World Cup title defence is over come Sunday night. 
Yeah, and that leads us into Monday afternoon, stroke Monday evening, depending on your thoughts on when afternoon finishes. It's 5.30 Sydney time, England against Nigeria. And look, I think England will be the favourites, and rightly so, Nigeria. Even though they um, came up short against Ireland in terms of a win, they were looking to pounce on some loose balls and cause the same problems they did against the Matildas. Sure, yes. I still, I'm still putting England through, though. World number four, England versus world number 40, Nigeria. I have England going through, and I think England will... England have hit their straps. Yes, they are gettable, but England have hit their straps. I think that um, England will uh, take this out 3-2. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-1, but same thing. Uh, Nathan, we'll do a, a preview of Australia versus Denmark, right, shortly. But just for expediency, we've got two more games that happened after the Matildas game in the round of 16. And they are 25th ranked Colombia versus 48th ranked Jamaica and 5th ranked France versus 72nd ranked Morocco, which we'll talk about after the Matildas game on Monday night. Now, <laughs> what a set of fixtures this is. <laughs> Just on those rankings alone, it's that's, insane. That's so these are the teams mm. that are in action on Monday night, Tuesday. Or Tuesday night, yeah. It's incredible. Ridiculous. I don't think anyone would have predicted this, this set of fixtures. No way, no how. And this first one, Colombia-Jamaica, it's going to be a tightly contested match. Mm -hmm. And it is right on the edge, which way I'm thinking to lean. But whoever comes through, it is the most unbelievable Hollywood story. To get through to a quarterfinal. Mm. I was going to ask you, Nathan, does England have free passage to the semifinal? I think they do, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. So do I, because after um, because after that, you know, when you look at the other top half of that side of the bracket, Australia ranked tenth, Denmark ranked thirteen, France ranked fifth, okay, and then Morocco ranked seventy two. But Laz, you know, Laz, it's incredible. What is it with Australian national football teams playing against France and Denmark? <laughs> That's the last men's World Cup, yeah. the Russia men's World Cup, and now this tournament here. What is this affiliation? It's just ongoing. It's a I'm sick of seeing cons- Australia play Denmark and France. <laughs> it's a FIFA conspiracy, Nathan. <laughs> El Presidente's got his dirty hands behind this. No. Just um, <laughs> that in jest. Uh, you know, Gianni. Allegedly. You're welcome to come on to the party if you like. Um, Gianni's allegedly dirty hands. Uh, you know, it's all alleged. I'm joking. I'm just, being, just being facetious. Um, today I feel no. But, <laughs> but. Uh, with regards to your point there, yeah, it's just one of life's quirky things. Just happens. I'm sick of it. <laughs> It'll the ne- well look the next World <laughs> Cup cycle it breaks, so don't worry about it. Right? Does it? <laughs> will it? I think it will. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I expect us to draw France in that whatever <laughs> in concoctions they whip up for the next Men's World Cup, and, whatever and, group format it comes out as, and play you know France in the quarterfinals of the women's one after that. Let's just wait yeah, and see sure. what happens. Yeah, but uh, yeah, look, yeah, it's incredible. But shall we talk about Australia versus Denmark and preview this game? Because uh, we're next uh, recording after the Matildas game, I believe. Yes, and night. who knows what time that'll be? Oof. And <laughs> Tuesday's going to be interesting. But yeah, anyway, the recording will not be on Monday night, lads. The recording will be on Tuesday morning. <laughs> well, yes, it will be, but yeah, um, it will be past midnight. That's for sure. At some ungodly hour. Yes, but it's an absolute joy to bring it. That's for sure, and to, and to uh, to record. And hopefully, we've got good news to record or good things. Hopefully, to talk about. good things to talk yes. about. 
I'll tell you what, the Matildas go home on Monday night. It's going to be a miserable episode. Yeesh. But I don't want to think about it. <laughs> no, let's not think about it. Let's think about positive vibes. And look, you know, we enjoy putting this on for the backpack listeners. That we do. That we and do. their friends that they share it with. And for those that don't like us and like to listen anyway. But <laughs> you guys, if there's any of you guys out there, do get in touch. I, I want to know why. <laughs> well, why do both questions? Why do you like us and why do you still listen? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I'm just intrigued. I'm, I'm just happy that they listen. Now, if they don't yeah. like us, well, hey, that's their beef, <laughs> not ours. Now, um, but to the matter at hand, Australia versus Denmark. Mm. Having watched Denmark's performances in this Women's World Cup, look, they're to be respected, but I don't think they're to be feared. I think that's yeah. a pretty fair summation. I don't know what I your can, thoughts are. I can echo every word of that. And they were unlucky not to get a point off England, sure. But for the most of that game, they were second best. Haiti could have troubled them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But Haiti was certainly in that game. And but Haiti were out of the tournament at that point too. They were. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Oh, barring a miracle. they were Barring out. a miracle. Yeah. Look, I think the Matildas should be able to beat Denmark. In a vacuum, mm-hmm. if you're drawing it up in theory, the Matildas should be able to beat Denmark. I think also the monkey is off the back for the Matildas in the sense of the pressure. I agree. Yes, if they go out, there's going to be an inquest to be expected, of course. Yep. But it's not the overwhelming disaster that going out against Canada in the groups would have been. I, I think agree. I getting agree to the you. knockouts, you can still sort of spin that as a somewhat of a positive and there's more mitigating factors perhaps mm-hmm. to not go further deep in the tournament. I think, I'm not saying it's acceptable to go out to Denmark, but I think there'd be perhaps a little bit less of an outrage per se. Are you preparing the ground for a possible exit from by Australia because most hosts have crashed out at the round of 16? No, it's a quarterfinal they go home. Oh, the quarterfinal, that's right. <laughs> My apologies. So I'll take that back. <laughs> no, I'm not, said, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's just what I feel from it. And I think once you get into the knockout phase, it just becomes, well, the luck factor increases mm. so much yeah. and things can go against you, whatever. Yeah, sure. In the group phase across three games, you got to be going through if you're a host country. No, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Or if you're a top 10. Yep. Whatever. Well, um, once you get into the knockouts, then the game changes. Well, Nathan, these are the facts that Australia is a top, is ranked 10th in the world, and they're the host nation, and they've won the group. Right? They deserve to go through. You know, they deserve to be favourites, I think, slight favourites. But like I said before, I contend that Denmark are to be respected, but not feared. And even if Sam Kerr were to rest for the majority of this game, which is more than likely, right? I believe she'll come off the bench in this game. Again, I think only she's needed. Yeah. And if Australia 3-0 up on 60 minutes, she's not coming on. No, that's right. That's right. But I think that Australia starts with the same 11. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, barring injury. I'd be very surprised if there's any changes. And I think Denmark actually start with the same 11 as well. Um, we just got to just Dem- Australia need to be weary of Denmark's um, uh, playmaker um, Harding, Penilla Harding, right? So I think that she's quite a crafty player. Their attacking threat at times, you know, is is good. You know, they're quite creative. But I think Australia can counter for that based on you know based on the preparation that Australia have had coming into this tournament and. I think Australians like playing against European nations. I think the Matildas like actually prefer a European opponent. So, you know, look, France and Spain are the toughest of the European opponents, barring aside from England, right? So, you know, should Australia progress, potentially another European opponent in the quarterfinal? 
Hey, and look, I'll throw some balance on there. You uh, you said I'm, I might be laying the groundwork for an early exit, mm-hmm. but uh, what I will say is if we do get past that mark, which, look, we should, mm. there's no question on whether we should or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely in the affirmative. Yep. Hey, it might be France in the quarterfinals, so we beat not that long ago. Correct. And then it, perhaps England in the semi, so we beat not that long ago. Yep. So, hey, there you go. Matilda's going all the way yeah, to the correct. final. Look, uh, I think uh, that's right. Well, look, that's why t- I've tipped them. I think I think that, like I said before as well, there will be uh, bumps along the journey. Now it is knockout football, though. I believe that Australia will win in its height affair. I don't know if it'll be 90 minutes or extra time. I'm hoping for 90 minutes because I like to get home a little bit earlier if possible, as much as I'll enjoy it. <laughs> but I, I think Australia wins this game, I'm going to say 3-1. I think it'll be tight. I really think this will be tight. I reckon I might go extra time. Okay. I know you don't want to hear it. No, I know no. we'd all prefer I'm confident in Australia's the Matildas winning in ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, but I think two one extra time is what I'm gonna go for. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, look, I think Australia um, like I said, three one, maybe two one. I think it happens in the ninety minutes. Um, but I've got no reason not to have confidence in the capability of the Matildas. Right. But football's a funny thing and funny things happen. So hopefully um, things go Australia's way on Monday night. We can hope, Les. We can hope mm. and uh, keep our fingers crossed that uh, everything does indeed go right in training for the next couple of days because, mm. uh, yeah, um, thought, uh, calf injuries and concussions. Hopefully there's not a third to make a set. Les, as we've been saying, we'll be back for a post-Matilda's reaction and we'll tack on a little prediction for the games on Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me. Thank you to all the listeners and we'll yep. speak to you soon. Yeah, indeed. So, yep, like uh, Nathan's just said, back Monday night with recording, Tuesday morning drop, and Tuesday night recording, Wednesday morning drop <laughs> to, go <laughs> around, to go with the round of 16. But uh, thanks for your interaction. Thanks for listening. Feel free to reach out to us at the back peg on Twitter and Instagram and DM us. And thanks for listening. Enjoy the football. <laughs>